So welcome back to another episode by Team Clickstop, and today we are going to discuss one of the most one-sided finals we have ever seen. That is WTC finals, uh, played between India and Australia over a period of five days. So yeah, pretty much the match uh, was in favor of Australia from the day one, and today we are going to try to figure out. what went right for australia and obviously everything went wrong for uh, indian team so yeah let's start by a successful uh, team and yeah if uh, today i'm joined by our most uh, elite panel members uh, sam and um, devanshu so yeah guys if you want to discuss what went good for australia if any one of you can come up and speak uh, yeah sure i'll go first So you know, first of all, uh, the best playing eleven they could go with. Second of all, uh, even Pat Cummins told that he would have wished to bowl first, but I think uh, those conditions were meant to bat first. And uh, because uh, of course there was a lot of uh, saying that there will be overcast conditions, but that didn't turn out to be that way. So batting first was a good decision, and of course, uh, a good innings by Travis Head by Stephen Smith. So it's someone like Stephen Smith. You definitely expect that he will play like that in an ICC knockout. You have always seen him go for big runs in the ICC knockout and eliminators. So uh, that is why Stephen Smith. It was very important to take Stephen Smith's wicket because some X factor, some X factor was always going to be there, like it was uh, Travis at this time. So all of that, you know, really adds up, and that is why, uh, as you just mentioned, that on day one it was clearly decided that it was either going to be a draw or if a team could win, then it is Australia and not India. uh then after this comes up the most important bowling part the funny part about them is that they don't just take wickets but they also score a lot of runs in the end if you would have seen the last session then uh, team india should have like got the last four wickets very quickly but the last four batsmen got a total of 110 runs which really adds up a lot of pressure to the batting side of team india as well because you don't expect uh, our batters to uh, perform like that in england i mean uh, you won't expect 35 runs out of every over like it happened uh, against england to happen every time so all of that really uh, adds up the pressure and uh, the all time problem about india losing early wickets uh, and pat cummins mitchell stark scott boland of course like incredible bowling he was very like no one could like figure out what length he is trying to bowl and the best part of our team australia is that they always try to bowl in the fourth or the fifth stump the problem with india was that they used to go into leg side and then it's very easy for the manus lebeshin for steve smith for travis to just flick it and get boundaries which really takes uh, the score really fast so all of that like i would say more than australia playing well it was more about india Well, I mean, more about Australia playing good. It was more about India playing bad, which Australia capitalized in a great way, which made them win, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I Ooh, think so... first of all, uh, credit to Australia, the way they have played, and you know, it's not the first time that we have seen an Australian team dominate and dominate their opposition so much in a ICC finals. Beat their women's team or beat their men's team, you know it's just the same. It's just the culture and it's just the championship DNA that they have, you know. 
and uh, again you know uh, i think one name that perhaps stand out stands out for me it's travis head and you know you see i still remember 2018 border gavaskar trophy that we played in australia uh, at that time travis head was an upcoming name and many people were saying that he is the next big thing but again he was not really able to deliver back then but you know just look at him right now you know especially since the last ashes the way he has turned things around uh, i think it is it is just incredible and i think he is their main x factor you know you look at australia he i think you know he also opened uh, in india when the, the last bgt happened in india and he did really well also over there so i think the fact that a, an a batsman who can play so fast in test cricket is turning out to be the new norm if you see you know uh, last uh, in the last 4 5 years if if uh, if a team has done well in test cricket then they have had players like travis head or rishabh pant or a, uh, or in england the way harry brooks has played you know these kind of players who have the ability to turn the session in to turn the test match in one session i think you know that just takes the game away from you and you know the test match was already done dusted in the first day itself you know and because of just one play travis said they scored 322 and that was over i mean there was no way india was going to going to come back from that see because if you score runs at such a fast rate it becomes very difficult for the opposition to catch up and india did not have any players who can score at such rate you know there was one player but unfortunately he was not part of the 11 so i think uh, that's where the stand st- stood out and the second name of course you know i don't have to mention it it's steve smith i mean the way he stepped up uh, on the big stage yet again you know people don't often talk about him i mean especially in white ball format because of the white ball format but you know look at 2015 world cup semi finals you look at uh, even the 2019 world cup semi final where they lost against england you know he was the one who stepped up and scored an 85 not out and then over here you know the biggest stage where it mattered the most he scored what an amazing century that was an those two amazing catches that he took also so i think that is where that is what you expect from your big players uh, and uh, i'm sure we'll talk about india also but as of now you know credit to the opposition man the way they have played and even you know uh, the thing about australia is that whenever you count them out they just come back right at you you know you look at the 2021 t20 world cup the way they you know uh, won the tournament along the everybody had counted out david warner but he was the man of the tournament and mitchell marsh and every player at different intervals has stepped up for them you know and that's what a champion team is you know i think the i think when ricky ponting made the team in 2000 2003 when they won the world cup then they won the champions trophy in 2006 and 2009 and 27 2007 world cup also so when your team has that dna of winning trophies you know no matter what captain you have you know they just carry on that legacy and i think australia has done that magnificently and it's a very big lesson for the other teams true so you know one more good thing about australian cricket is the preparation which uh, do before the such big games so, uh, they are going to play like if you see i cannot even say that how many people from australia were playing a big tournament before major series such as ashes or wtc only one name that comes in my mind was cam green and uh, rest whole squad they started the camp one month before uh, and they got another big series coming up that is the ashes but still when you know that there is such a big game coming up for us and we need time to prepare 
those they are pulled back from such big tournaments that uh, you know we were discussing a week uh, before so that's what make australian team more special in my opinion rest uh, we know that the combination which they go with is really something they are dependable on and um, if you see from number 1 to number 10 everyone have contributed in their side and uh, on the contrasting side if you see india then there's whole lot of patchy performance rather than whole the team contributing so you know like i also want to mention one thing about australia like what makes them stood up stand apart from other teams is that after this match you will expect that team to celebrate the coach to talk about the victory but if you have seen the post match interview with uh, i don't remember who but andrew mcdonald the australian team coach literally told that uh, i know we have won the team has won the team has played immensely well but there are a lot of things we have to take up seriously as well which were the no balls world the catches drop so after literally winning the world test championship you are if you are still trying to be better and better then i guess that is what you know makes the team stand apart because if that would ha- have been any other team then they would have just been busy celebrating but if they know what their next step is what that that the next step is going to be ashes they have to face england and if they can really tick all the boxes then that is what makes team australia what they are and about steve smith's batting if you have seen team india's batting if you see ajinkya rahane and shadul takur's batting they did score good runs but if you see they would have been out on a single digit score as well but when you see steve smith bat he bats flawlessly like there was not a single chance where he gave that you know a catch is dropped of him and that is why he scored a century whenever steve smith plays and a century comes off that has to come flawlessly that is what makes steve smith who he is true we have talked about steve smith also with the ball uh, every pacer they took uh, in that 11 contributed well for their side including uh, whether it be comments or even cam green he also took wickets on the stark was the one who uh, slightly underperformed but i won't question him because that guy is literally not playing any league around the world and uh, and he is dedicated his career towards uh, the greatest format of cricket so yeah no questions for him from my side rest uh, yeah even warner stepped up his game in the first innings and um, yeah uh, for opening partnership usman khwaja also did underperform but again we talk about building partnership in this format that's what uh, australia did well even if you talk about lower order there was a partnership between mitchell stark and alex carey even mitchell stark held up his end uh, in terms of batting and yeah so that's what um, also makes uh, test cricket so interesting that uh, more than scoring runs you also need to hold up your position well so that you get in a good position to score runs so we have talked about uh, australia now obviously samir if you have any views you can express it or else we can uh, move to the talking content that everyone wants uh worst team that played the final yeah just one thing about last thing about australia i think you know one performer that people are not talking about that much is scott bolland i think the way he has come up you know that unknown factor that in, that has always troubled india in these kind of test matches i would say 
you know, beat Kyle Jamison uh, from New Zealand uh, or beat Scott Boland over here, even Cameron Green in the past, and even Sam Curran when uh, India toured England in 2018. So these unknown entities uh, or have always had a history of troubling India, you know, in these sort of conditions where uh, the ball is swinging, seeming, and the ball, uh, and it's, a, you know, six foot two, six foot three type of bowlers. You know, India have always struggled in front of them. And you see the way he has bowled, I think, you know, uh, the way uh, Pat Cummins has uh, used Scott Boland, the way Australian team, Australian management have, has, have used Scott Boland, I think that is really, really magnificent. And he's pretty underrated. I mean, you will be if you're in, if you're playing in the shadows of likes of Cummins, Hazelwood and Mitchell Stark. So, and I am all the best to them for the upcoming Ashes. That's all I can say to them. True. Another exciting content coming up in uh, terms of test cricket. So, yeah, now let's move on to the talking point of the match. And, um, yeah, every one of us are disappointed. But, indeed, we also knew that the match was already in favour of Australia before even the match started itself. So, yeah, talking about Indian team. Now, I saw literally nothing from them in terms of this match. Ball was not moving well for them, and even they were not putting up hard lengths. Uh, Australia were easily able to tolerate them, and obviously in batting also, uh, they were trying to just uh, you know score runs here and there, and uh, not waiting up patiently. So yeah, there are many factors that affected. But yeah, so now let's talk about the most uh, uh, content for this match. And yeah, Samir, I would like to start from you. Uh, honestly, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> I mean, there's just so many thoughts in the head and it's so cluttered. And, you know, honestly, the first uh, the first day of the match and the moment they scored 322, I know it was game over. Because there was no way that, you know, they were going to catch up from over here. It's, it's pretty difficult. I'm not questioning their skill. Uh, you're playing the final. You may have the skill. And that's why you're playing the finals. But, uh, you know, it's it's just a repeat of uh, I, I, it's like seeing a television series on uh, on repeat on a replay, and it's everything seeing it all over again. It's like deja vu, you know, because you know there are just so many factors that have been overlooked in the past few years, and you know you are just facing those consequences over over and over again. And uh, you know I was just seeing the batting order. Uh, Rohit Sharma, actually Shubman Gill is a uh, new uh, new batsman right now, but Rohit Sharma, Virat, uh, Achyuteshwar Pujara at three, Ajinkya Rahane at uh, Ajinkya Rahane at five, Virat Kohli at four, Ravindra Jadeja at six. I'm sorry, but I don't think I'd want to see this batting order play Test cricket ever again. I'm not saying all the batsmen, but some at least some of them. I was sir, um, I mean now I see that you know how come few months back Chiteshwar Pujara and Ajinkya Rahane were out of the team, and now suddenly they are back in the side. Now, I'm not saying that they don't like they have not earned it and all those things. They might have earned it. They might have done something. They have their runs behind them. I'm not questioning that. But it it just shows that you have not moved ahead as a side, you know. Uh, because every other team, you know, whenever they bring new players, they back them, they support them. It shows a depth that they have. Be it uh, you know bucket that England has uh, the I don't Ben Ducket I think that's the name uh, that England have picked Harry Brook has come up. Travis Head in Australia has come up. Um, Labushin has been doing well in the past two, three years. But India is 
i don't know why is it that they are so they so they cling so much to the older players that you know they just don't have the courage to move on to the next generation of players and it's and more than moving towards a new generation of players you don't want to give them opportunities also you need to make players and i think india has lacked that the leadership has lacked that uh, both the leadership i would say the current leadership and the uh, previous leadership which included ravi shastri and virat kohli and the current leadership also the blame goes on both of them and i think that is a overall view if you see uh, that your team has not gone anywhere i'm sorry but 2014 i remember that chase in adelaide that was happening i saw post somewhere online that uh, the legacy that uh, indian team had built back then that they would fight back and chase any total that was there you know today is a defining day day 5 was not your defining day you were not going to chase down 444 you know those are just dreamlands that people like to live in uh, usually indians like to live in but i think uh, you know uh, i don't think the the bubble will ever break and uh, the the ss fans will keep living in that bubble 444 was impossible to chase and i, I was surprised that some people were thinking that you know 444 was going uh, they were going to chase it down with this batting order especially without rishabh pant that was impossible 444 beat you couldn't even you won't be able to chase even 250 with this batting lineup see i'm not questioning their skill it's just that at times you have to accept that the time is up for certain players and we don't accept that that's why we you know always end up on the losing side and second thing is that many people i saw many media people were saying that you know oh you should be lucky india is playing the final many teams don't even play the final here only 3 4 teams played top quality cricket in today's world of cricket and if you are if you are just happy to reach in finals uh, among top 3 top 4 teams then then you are not going anywhere as a team the second thing is that preparation i uh, saw i read a article somewhere also uh, that regarding the preparation time i mean yes it's tough you know you are playing a finals in england you are playing test cricket in england especially for asian countries it's not easy i mean that's a fact it's not easy and if you are telling me that uh, 21st uh, your ipl final uh, 21st your playoffs were getting started and in weeks time like many players i think on 21st they left for england and they had around 12 to 13 days for practice and they didn't play any side games and if you're thinking you're going to play a world test championship final in england with 7 to 8 days of preparation which included only 3 to 4 days of nets then you're just kidding your own self you're not out there to win the tournament you're just out there to participate like you have been doing since past few years look at australia steve smith and manus labishan were hitting the uh, nets continuously were playing county cricket were scoring runs over there your players were not at all in touch your players were not ready for this uh, uh, competition at all and uh, pujara was playing county yes but what happened here uh, i mean people talk about virat and rohit and the others what about cheteshwar pujara what did he do in the last world test championship final what did he do in this world test championship final absolutely nothing right and yet we go back to the same players again and again so it's a it's a loop that we are stuck in and it's a loop that we don't want to get out of uh, uh, devanshu was talking in the pre podcast that uh, saurav ganguly asked certain very har- harsh questions i was seeing that video and i mean i was so happy that uh, some old players have the guts to ask those questions and he was asking some real tough questions and dravid was just giving those you know uh, textbook answers or uh those kind of answers to make those big players happy or satisfied the fact is that your top 3 batsmen 
टॉप थ्री टेस्ट बैट्समैन अजिंक्य रहाने पुजारे विराट डोंट हैव एनी रन इन द लास्ट थ्री इयर्स इन टेस्ट क्रिकेट दे एवरेज अराउंड ट्वेंटी सेवन ट्वेंटी सूट दोइंड ऑफ प्लेयर्स बट द फैक्ट इज दैट यू डोंट वॉन्ट टू सॉर्ट आउट दोज इशूज and if you don't want to sort out these issues these are the results that you will end up with right even in 2018 i still remember the england tour you didn't practice you didn't play a side game you played a side game just for two days and you lost the series 4-1 and ravi shastri comes out and says that we are the best test team in the last 15 20 years after losing the series your coach comes out and says we are the best test team in the history or the last 15 20 years so imagine the mindset that where you are in right imagine the zone that you are in so i think with this kind of mindset you won't go anywhere for me uh, i always used to say that india has done well in test cricket under virat you know they developed that aggression and all those things they did but at the end of the result matters and they don't have the result uh, they don't have the result i mean if you look at the last 7 8 years only one big accomplishment they have had that was win the australian series that was 2021 series and which players performed in that series which players won that you won that gaba test for you one was rishabh pant mohammad siraj shubman gill those young players were part of that even ajinkya rahane for that no other player bumrah was not there ashwin was not there virat was not there rohit was there but he didn't really contribute that much the other big players were there so apart from that you tell me apart from that you guys only tell me what have we accomplished in the last 7 8 years be it in white ball format also we have not accomplished anything so it's high time that it's you have to take tough decisions you should have taken those tough decisions in 2021 t20 world cup where we had lost shamelessly against pakistan and new zealand but you didn't take any tough decisions back then you played the same team in 2022 world cup you lost again even more shamelessly you lost the world test championship final in 2021 with the same team you played 2022 finals and that same team was not even playing the intermediate matches between 2021 and 2022 and you played the that team in the finals so imagine now so i don't know it all comes down to the mindset and i will be very surprised if anything changes from here i mean i don't know true true you know like the main thing about this the one you said which was fans have to stop living in a dream world that team india will play an ipl final a lot of players of team india will play an ipl final come to wtc and win the event that's not how it works and you know more more, more about like not only the fans uh, living in their dreamland i feel a lot of players are also in that zone where they feel like they are happy doing with just a, a week's practice but that doesn't really help and one more important factor which really upsets team india's performance is the over dependence on the top players like as you said you have to take some harsh decisions you have to uh, take out those big names out of the playing 11 get new players that is what will help you make a team it's okay like even if uh, let's say you get a, a very good team a very fresh team aisa and same like with a great talent with a great scope then you may lose like a couple of series but then eventually you will come up with a perfect 11 and then that is what you need in a test team because in a test team you need all 11 players to perform it's not like a t20 where only one player performs and you're going to win the match that's not how it works here all the 11 players have to play so you know if you see how australia perform it's not just travis hadfield steven smith played well scott pollard played well cameron grid played well that is what makes a test team win so if india is lacking at those uh, at those uh, figures then i don't know what is going to help them i mean you cannot expect 
your top five uh, order batsmen to fail, and then every time Shardul Thakur, Ajinkya Rahane, I mean Shardul Thakur, Ravindra Jadeja, to come and play a 200-run partnership. That is not going to happen. That happens like there are rare, rare chances of that going to happen. But you do expect at least a 50 from the top five batsmen. But that is not happening, and that is why, as uh, you said, we have to take some harsh decisions. Let's see when does that happen. When does that happen? But yes, hoping for the best. You guys have literally covered all the points that uh, I had in my mind. So one more factor that you know that I feel is that due to this top five over dependency and underperformance, we are uh, just you know giving away a bowling attack. It is compromising a bowling attack. To be very honest, like there are very good bowlers who just have a one skill, but they have to sit out because they don't get that uh, you know additional skill of batting. Obviously, yeah, you want uh, batting in Test cricket. But again, if we look at uh, our stats, literally no one performs in top five on a bigger stage. Like even Ashwin has to sit out in England due to the batting issue. And also, you know, in uh, other countries, uh, Kuldeep Yadav, who is another guy taken fifers in uh, every nation he has travelled to, but still has to sit out in Test cricket. And that's what is happening around. And um, People talk about so much that Virat Kohli shouldn't be dropped and you know unlucky, unlucky and everything of like that. But uh, we literally saw Sunil Gavaskar doing that fact away on the live telecast, you know, play on the back foot and all those facts. He just uh, he was very blunt with it. And talking about the team selection, again, it was uh, very dicey for me, just because of batting skills, you are compromising the bowling attack, and also the team which played Test matches uh, before this. Uh, WTC was totally different from what we got now. Like you see, Rohit Sharma just played one series. In my opinion, he was not there in Bangladesh Test or even before that. On basis, of, he was just getting injured again and again. Then obviously, Shubman Gill just playing second match uh, in England. So, you know, such decision needs to be taken much before. And obviously, you talk about such big name players like uh, Virat Kohli, Chetesh Pujara, and that is the fact they aren't performing consistently. Virat Kohli also just scored 100 in Test matches. That too against that uh, match which got draw against Australia played in Ahmedabad. That was the last 100 he scored. And before in that series, if you look his uh, scores in previous three Test matches, that was not good. And again, you keep on dragging the same squad again and again. That's what we talked about. We are stuck in a zoo. So yeah, many things need to be changed. And also, I would like to question what BCCI new president Roger Binney said. Like, uh, I want to identify the fact that why we aren't able to play on fast pitches. Promise to make fast pitches. Where are these fast pitches? Like, you see pitches in Lucknow, they are turning away so much. And you are pay- making such pitches in your home conditions. Just that you can show that, yes, we have won so many matches against that. And the fact remains that ICC will never play a final in India, WTC final or something like that. It will happen in such countries like England. I'm talking about test cricket, not uh, wide world cricket. That things is going to happen in such countries like England, Australia, that will never come to India. That's for sure. True. And the funny part was literally like, uh, Rahul Dravid literally told that, uh, yes, we made those pitches just to qualify. I mean, how can you be so blunt about it? He literally said a lot of teams really wish to qualify and then can go to whatever extent they wish for because it's their home, home country. But that is not going to help you. That will take you to the finals. Like how it has always made you do. But then you won't win the event. And as you said, you know, 
like literally it's not i'm not even saying that the last wtc final playing 11 and this wtc final playing 11 is changed like how can you even change this current wtc cycles playing 11 if half of your players were not even playing the entire wtc of this cycle then how can they just end up in the final i mean you have to back players you have to groom players in a way that they're ready to play in all the conditions if a player who is not even in your 16 man squad is coming to the final then i don't know what is going on in the management and i was just laughing when i saw that uh, when i actually realized that you know the totally different squads playing the cycle matches and playing the final i know you know one thing that really stri- uh, strikes me that is that uh, why is ravichandran ashwini even playing uh, why is he even in the squad why does he make those youtube videos uh, showcasing uh, how uh, the track is spinning or whether the track is seema friendly or not i mean you look at the 2021 tour i will start with from there uh, he played county at oval took six seven wickets over there and i think that was a mistake because all the players were enjoying the vacation while he was you know taking wickets out there and you know that can that can be very uh, uh, embarrassing for the captain because you know the we are uh, the other players are out there and the Ash- ravichandran ashwin is you know practicing for the series and he was dropped for the remaining uh, test matches i mean india did well in that series they were leading 2-1 and you know that can uh, then that can overshadow the fact you know that uh, see that can prove the fact that ravichandran ashwin was not needed but this is the thing now at times your those sort of issues those sort of uh, statements that you want to give to people that look we made the right call and you know it fired on your face the, these are the kind of uh, decisions that you know affect you in the long term this was a test match that you had to play ravichandran ashwin as per as per my opinion you are playing in oval there's uh, no overcast con- uh, there was no rain uh, in the in the days leading up to the test match there were no indications of uh, forecast of rain overcast there was no overcast or there was literally uh, no signs of you know that kind of over- overcast where a lot of uh, rain would come down and pitches would be covered and everything there was every sign to play ravichandran ashwin over here i understand in the last world test championship final there were two days of total rain the wickets were covered and you had announced your team earlier at that time you could have changed maybe instead of ravichandran ashwin you could have bring bought in an extra pacer the the things were the conditions were pretty different back then over here you just saw that oh no last world test championship final we played ashwin and look at what happened and in england tour we dropped him and look at what happened you you you're never able to read the conditions and that is the second factor first that we already talked about that all the players are so fearful while playing these big events that you know there's fear written on your face and you could see that in the body language while playing right and the second thing is team selection which comes down to basically reading the conditions you're never never able to read the conditions i remember 2018 tour uh, lords heavily overcast you're playing two spinners and you're literally bo- uh, bowling first you said your you said that uh, during the toss yes if we would have we would have bowled first you don't bowl first if you're playing with two spinners you bowl first if you have four pacers in your team now imagine ravish that at that time ravish shastri was a coach he ravish shastri one of the legends of indian cricket has uh, done commentary since so long he has done so many pitch reports 
if a person is doing so many pitch reports that person is not able to read the pitch imagine and same with rahul dravid right now so i cannot understand this uh, i am not able to interlink this if on purpose they are not able to do it or if you know they just don't understand it or maybe it's too much pressure that their uh, you know brain stops working at that point so there are a lot of things that needs to be seen because these are very elementary mistakes right you saw that nathan line classic off spinner the way he got Rav- uh, ravindra jadeja and you see the lineup of australia there are so many left handers travis head who literally belted you on day one you have travis head you have david warner you have so many lefties in in that squad and yet uswan khwaja yet ravichandran ashwin is sitting outside so i don't know it's hindsight you might have still lost if ashwin would have played but it's a mindset right it is your thought process that you go in with the, in in the match if if your thought process is only not right if you're not able to read the conditions only then that means you're not in, out there and the way shubman gill and chidesh pujara got out in the first innings leaving the ball you <laughs> i mean two batsmen two top class so called top class batsmen getting out uh by leaving the ball can you imagine that that is if you look, if you analyze it deeply that is so messed up like you're playing the world test championship final for heaven's sake it is the toughest format of cricket and might and you're playing it in uh, the home of cricket so i don't know it, it is so your team selections are never right in these big occasions you're never able to read the conditions you're never able to pick the right 11 you are always fearless you don't know uh, if if a partnership you you don't know how to break a partnership you just you know uh, your hands go numb your mind goes numb you don't know how to break partnerships so that is the thing and your batting as as we already discussed it needs to change it should have changed long back and it you have to change if if please don't i am not going to watch test cricket if you continue with this batting order i mean i didn't really see the last two three days uh, of uh, the world test championship final i mean imagine we are very uh, hardcore fans and uh if after the first day if the people are not interested in watching the game then god save indian cricket you know more than all these things we talk about also the this thing is taking a toll on many players mentality like obviously ashwin has i don't know how much his fitness allows him more to play but you see like that guy has literally contributed uh, his soul out for the test cricket he was uh, literally taken out from the wide ball game and i understand why he was taken out that was a good uh, that was a tough decision they make and that was right for that time but when he is performing so well in test cricket and uh, literally on a baked pitch you are taking a spinner who is totally dependent on coal mines like jadeja i am sorry to say he is not even able to spin ball on uh, flatter pitches he requires those coal mine pitches to get the ball uh, turning away or else he is just as good as a normal batsman i don't see him turning the ball much or taking wickets that much and yeah that's what they are doing like continuously taking all these batting um, like bowlers who have uh, spinners most in general spinners who have that additional bat sign in front of them and they don't turn the ball and when you require great turners of the ball i talk about uh, great turners in terms of ravi chandra national who genuinely turns the ball Kuldeep Yadav, who was rich spin, obviously I don't see him right now in the team due to the combination of whatever. Um, because Ashwin, obviously good turn of the ball and I don't know all rounding thing. But you require these kind of spinners in such conditions, not Jadeja. I'm sorry to say. And if you are talking about Shardul Thakur's batting, again Shardul Thakur might give you 50 runs on a good day, but he's not someone you know who can stand there and uh, like play 150 balls and score 20 runs. 
that's the role of pujara and he failed to do that and again rohit sharma giving away the wicket and you talk about shumman gill obviously he was undercooked for this test match and rightly so because he has just played two test matches in england including this one so i don't know why they even took him on the tour obviously kl rahul was injured or you call this unlucky or something but there are many other options available even in wicket keeping you could have you moved on from vidyaman saab and ks bharat also just playing his first series in england so sure. you know such things also matter that you should have taken the right squad obviously i would comment on ks bharat because again that factor comes in you are moving back to vidyaman saab or something like that so taking ks bharat and grooming a keeper was the right choice but yeah again i will question on the talk always comes on the top for failing and then media obviously blames those middle order players who just uh, score a phase to build on that pressure also if you talk about bowling you are just bowling that one gent outside off stump nipping back steve smith literally countering uh, on off stump and he was just letting the ball go if it was moving away and if it was coming away he was in good position to avoid a leg before or he could just defend it why can't you change the angle by changing the side that is like simple cricket and you aren't even implementing it just showing that fake aggression in your bowling it won't give you result it will just show you as some idiot exactly like you know team india bowlers doesn't know how to build up pressure they will bowl two three good balls but then like again the leg ball the ball in the leg side comes in and there's a flick and that's a boundary all the pressure is gone so like as you know like just you said those verbal banters happening with saraj those are not going to help you have to bowl like that to talk literally steve smith was seen laughing while saraj was staring at him i mean how can a player like uh, saraj just go and talk to steve smith while he's already hit him for two consecutive boundaries like you at least have to build up that pressure to let the batsman get to get in the batsman's head and as you said that team and the bowlers are not bowling to their complete potential but also one more thing matters which is ki if you don't have a good score then the bowling unit is not going to be of a great help so not entirely the blame goes to the bowling unit but yeah they do uh, they didn't uh, play up to their expectations i think umesh yadav also was a bit of a disappointment to me i mean he should also be disappointed because he's been playing since 2008 or 9 i don't know it's been 13 14 years and if he hasn't been able to make his position permanent in these years then i i know bumrah ishant and shami were playing uh, most of the test matches but umesh yadav i mean he was not uh, at all at his best in this test match you look at the first few overs I, I am questioning whether he was fit also or not, because uh, I remember the last few games in IPL that he played, he had to sit out because of injury, and many people were questioning whether he would be fit or not. And I don't think he was fit. I don't know. In second innings, he looked a bit better, but in the first innings, I saw his first few overs, and man, he was totally off. And even the commentators and everybody was talking about that. And you know, see, Siraj is building on the pressure in the first few overs, in the first innings. He was bowling really well. and that first innings first few overs he and shami were building that pressure but you know umesh came and the floodgates just opened see in test cricket na that's the thing if of a certain 2 3 overs if the floodgates have opened then it becomes very difficult to make a comeback especially with 
you know when the weather changes so frequently in england you know those were overcast conditions you could have picked two three wickets over there right but you know you couldn't do that you did pick two three wickets but you know then the sun came out and you know he they just uh, started bashing you all around and you know one more thing is uh, uh, i don't uh, it's, it's easy to pinpoint batting or bowling which failure batting always lets you down i mean i was not even expecting anything from the batting if you are telling me that one player was going to step up and score a century at least from top four i was not expecting yeah uh, if pant would have been there if jadeja would have been there maybe i would have expected more because they have done that since a couple of years now i'm not saying that virat rahane they have they are not capable enough to score tons in these kind of situations they may, might be capable but they have not done that uh, since a very long time now so that's why i was not expecting anything from them i was expecting more from the bowlers definitely they did let me down a bit but again why is it always on the bowlers why can't batsmen just step up on one fine day and you know go out and win the games for the bowlers and win the game for the team i mean you tell me na last 3 4 years last 3 years you know when has your top 3 top 4 scored those valuable runs you know in patches they might have but consistently i don't remember the last time that so many failures that middle order has faced you know i i mean seriously you know last i don't remember any past indian team in my memory where the middle order has failed so consistently and still given so many ample of chances right so i think it's a difference of culture also you know between australian teams england teams and the indian teams the culture is very different they are pretty much ahead of us in terms of many things not just fitness or in terms of but in terms of thinking also uh, because you know you see australian cricket has you know gone through a turmoil in the last 2 3 years when the sandpaper gate scandal happened few years back you know steve smith and david warner were almost out of the you know scheme of things of from australian cricket uh, imagine if something like that would have happened in india what would have been the reaction if virat and rohit or some that some of those players would have stuck in it so they came out of it you know they don't take things to their heart you know if one captain goes down if one captain has been removed they, they don't take it to their heart and sit for the next 10 years in our country if one captain is leaves the captaincy or uh, uh, or uh, you know gets removed from that post you know 10 detectives 10 sherlock holmes and abhiyakshi uh, just uh, everybody becomes a sherlock holmes and tries to deduce what happened when when it happened what time did he leave the captaincy what time did the selector call him and at what minute and what second did the go- call got cut when uh, uh, he was told that he would leave the captaincy and then for the remaining 2 3 matches uh, he would come out to the press conference and say that you know bad things happened with me they didn't treat me they didn't tell me that uh, you know i'm talking about the virat and uh, saurav ganguly controversy people are still stuck to that that's what i'm saying i mean even after yesterday's loss people are still talking about that you know that happened that's why we lost i mean i mean it, i was just tired of i'm just tired of listening to that you know that just shows how uh, you know where we are and where the other teams are you know if you're just stuck to one thing like you know uh, uh, that uh, uh, if he would have been the captain we would have done if uh, you know that's what bcci deserves for treating uh, such a guy bcci is an organization the remaining players who are playing you're playing for the country and it's similarly it's just similar to you know when a person goes and does his job daily you know you're working for your boss if your boss doesn't feel that you're not fit for the job he or she has the authority to remove you from the post or maybe or in 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 this case if virat didn't want to continue the captaincy he left the captaincy end of story just 
just move on from you want to hold that you want to stick to it and you know dig that grave again and again and come up with, come up with stupid uh, uh, instagram stories and you know press conferences and all those things so instead of doing that i think the focus should have been cricket and you know it diverted from that i am not saying they don't have the skill they have the skill and virat as a captain has been phenomenal i would say but at the end of the day result is what matters and we don't have the result even in rohit sharma as a captain we don't have the result he may have won five titles as ipl kudos to him he was absolutely phenomenal in those whenever he won those titles i am not going to discredit you know any title that any captain has won beat ipl or beat international cricket you know even in ms dhoni we today we say that ms dhoni is a great captain right but if you introspect you know we have lost more icc trophies under him than winning icc trophies under him right we lost the 20, 2009 2010 2012 2014 16 we lost so many icc trophies under him but what we remember we remember those three icc trophies that we did win under him right so it's a matter of you know time you know people usually forget with time i'm i'm not saying i'm not criticizing dhoni over but i'm using that fact that at times uh, people usually you know think that uh, uh winning icc trophies may not be the biggest accomplishment but at the end of the result is what matters and ms gave it yes we did lose but we won also right but in this case we are not winning anything so result is what matters legacy you may create you may do a number of things uh, maybe if we change the name of world test championship to ptm championship final maybe we can hold a test match again or i don't know you you can try all those experiments but for me it has been a very disappointing and it was expected also i mean kind of on expected lines i said earlier also on the basis of 7 8 days of preparation if you think you were going to win the world test championship final that was not going to happen true so you know so, like the end line we have today is that indian cricket is in a very bad shape but i think there's just one positive we can take from here which is that if you have seen the rohit sharma press conference then as far as the star should be blaming a lot of things like not getting enough practices it should have been a three match series final and all of things but in the end i guess he also did accept uh, he did also did ex- accept that it was a problem of team india players they didn't play up to the level which they should have and even he accepted in the end and told that yes there, ha- there has to be a lot of changes so let's just hope that even the the management or even if not the management is the players decides to do something better for the nation and i guess that's the only positive we have we have from the wtc so let's conclude on a thing that good takes uh, good things take time to develop obviously we have seen that you know india was not one of the greatest of nation uh, in terms of uh, cricket but we developed uh, pretty much so it we talked about uh, either be kanguji era and then transformed through obviously dhoni's captaincy all those players uh, mixing and matching it took time but yeah eventually they did took hard decision at those times and yeah it's required now and we hope so it happens at a good time and this is a time if one year you don't get that you know some type of result that you are inside a final it won't matter all you require is try out some good players and fit him in the squad and be ready for the future instead of sticking to what we have now as you are not good you are just seen as a rcb in front of me you qualify for the playoffs but you don't really have any final title in front of you
So if you guys want to put on any final verdict, else we can just conclude with this podcast. It's been a good talk about, especially Indian cricket team. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. Just one final thing. I think uh, you know, see this lot of players, uh, this lot of players that uh, we have seen since past what now, ten years or eight years maybe. Uh, the Test team and the White Ball team. I'm talking about. Uh, see, we have lost many World Cups and many series, and we have won also many series uh, over here. We even won Asia Cup in 2018 under Rohit's captaincy. But uh, I think this 2023 World Cup, uh, the World Test Championship is gone now, and one final World Cup is remaining. That is the 2023 World Cup, a 50-over World Cup, and uh, 2019 World Cup we did really well. Uh, but uh, uh, on one fine day, we did not do really well, right? Uh, just like the other ICC tournaments. So this, I think this tournament might be the last chance for this lot of players because I don't see them doing any changes for the ODI World Cup. And uh, because if you see in the last eight, seven years under these, under this leadership, if one thing uh, that uh, stands out is that uh, they have to win at least one title. I'm sure every player would want that, right? They would not want to leave. I'm. I don't think after 2023 ODI World Cup, many of the senior players you might not see them play, right? Uh, play the next World Cup. That's what I'm saying. So this might be the last front, but final frontier, and I'm hoping that they are well prepared for this because you know if if something upside down happens in this, and especially it's happening in India, uh, the fans will be very very disappointed. So I I wish them all the best. The, they will always have. Our fan, uh, the fan support, but uh, if you know, if you are in with your right head, you can definitely lift the cup as it is happening in India. So wish them all the best for that. Odia World Cup, as it is very crucial for them. Absolutely true. So yeah, if we talk about coming content from us, there is Ashes series coming on again. The finest. Best cricketing nations playing against each other, baseball and uh, what we can call is headball for Australia right now. Obviously, it was the whole Australian team that performed in WTC. But yeah, it's going to be a good contest. Obviously, Mohin Ali came coming out of retirement for the second time. So yeah, going to be very interesting series. Actually, also a very heated uh, series that we are going to see. And uh, obviously, World Cup qualifiers getting started from next week and warm-up matches. Starting from tomorrow, we'll also bring that up to you. So yeah, until then, we hope to see you again on this channel, uh, Samir and um, obviously Devanshu. And yeah, that's us. Uh, that's all from our side for this podcast. And we hope to serve you again. And if you like this podcast, you can uh, go on our Instagram page and follow us. Uh, we are uh, we have a handle at the Team Quick Stop. And also, if you want to listen to such exclusive content from us, you can uh, go on to Spotify. And again, we have the same handle at the Red Team Fixed Up over there. And you can listen to such exclusive content again. Until then, goodbye.